Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Happy day whenever you're listening to this. I am so lucky to have an amazing guest. Abby is spending some quality time with her family. So I got one of our good friends to join us on the pod this week. Lucy, Lucy on the ground. You know her, you love her. I always love her takes on pretty much all things pop culture, toddlerhood, which you're in the thick of it now. (laughs) Thoughts and prayers that Colleen doesn't come out, but Coco is who you mainly see. I'm a broken woman this week. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, outside of your child um, breaking you, we have Bethany and Rachel interview extravaganza to digest and discuss what started was, you know, it's funny. Lucy was texting me and said, Oh, what was supposed to be an OC recap episode? No new OC this week. So we won't have an episode devoted to OC or crappy lake. So this is truly just wrapping up all things Vanderpump rules, which there is a lot. So let's get into it. Let's start with the first part. Um, Bethany broke this out into three parts. It's like a reunion that only needed to be two, (laughs) but she did it. Um, In part one, Bethany said if she were Rachel's mom, she'd be in jail for murder because of how she was spoken to at the reunion. Rachel said affairs were normalized on the show and she looked up to her castmates as role models. Rachel said Ariana wasn't her best friend. That's just a salacious narrative. Tom and Ariana still live together because they were like roommates before the affair and still roommates now. Rachel gave Sandoval a key to her apartment while she was in treatment, but he chose to stay in the house with Ariana. Rachel thinks it isn't fair that Ariana got all the brand deals and she's just the villain. Rachel and Bethany both think that Ariana went too far. And Rachel told her hairstylist that she was killing it and could handle anything five minutes before she received the text from Ariana she knew about the affair. Oh, wow. Uh, my hot take on part one, I so badly, guys, and I, I think there's a lot of commentary in general about the hate and heat that Rachel has gotten over the last several months. Although a lot of it's warranted in her equal part in this affair, I did want her PR comeback to be a little bit more... <laughs> Better than this. It's really hard to root for someone and like want the best in them when they continue to dig themselves deeper into a hole. Your initial thoughts, and then I'll share mine. I just, I mean, I think my thoughts did evolve each episode, like change. I kind of different segments. And again, I did not, we talked about this. Both of us could not fully stomach listening to each part in full. I probably consumed it all via clips on Instagram, 
but I, I, I don't feel that I, you just said this, I didn't want to contribute to Bethany's number one, you know. We did not. So these are notes, a summation of notes that I've Mm -hmm. seen online. So yes, I couldn't stomach it either. It's just, I I feel like, (sighs) you're right. I wanted to not root for her, but I am, I agree. Like I'm exhausted. Like she wasn't coming back. I did not think she was coming back. Good for you. You're trying to make a change. I do think there's a lot there that you could really dive into with a therapist. A lot of people wouldn't do that, like Narcissist Tom. So good for you. But I feel like nobody is in her corner that is correctly, like, I don't know what her end goal is. She kind of talks about that at the very last part. But it is like, what do you want people to get out of this? Because it was... You came on this because of Bethany, because she's a force to be reckoned with. But, like, Bethany isn't doing this for you. No matter how much she positions it like that, I just can't get past Bethany's self-righteousness. And, like, it dilutes anything that Raquel tried to say. Absolutely. And Bethany didn't even watch. So when, no, that's my. It's so mad. It was how you said this. Howie Mandel 2.0. I mean, she's never watched. So her coming in with a one-sided point of view and going hard on Ariana, not knowing the context of the situation, not knowing the reunion was literally filmed three weeks after it all broke out. Emotions were raw, were heavy. Not even having any of that information, it did feel. And again, guys, I didn't listen verbatim, but based on the clips and things. It did feel like Bethany was kind of leading the witness here um, in terms of feeding, kind of guiding Raquel, Rachel through this. I think for me in part one, my takeaway is, okay, affairs being normalized. That is ridiculous. I, yes, we all loved Vanderpump Rules because of the craziness, the crazy shit that happens, but I don't know that I would say it's normalized to like have affairs. I also don't buy the whole comment about Ariana. I don't, I, that her saying she's not a best friend and they didn't really hang out. Like really, again, I think she needs to, and Tom as well. We're giving the heat to Rachel because she put herself in this position with Bethany. So speaking on Rachel right now, but she never said I fucked up and I'm so sorry. We weren't, I didn't think we were that good of friends. I don't know. Like there's other things you could have said. I just think, I I do think as a viewer, you're watching this and especially with Rachel's coming in and like the last three seasons versus everybody else. Like, sure. This whole show was started on Sheena's affair. Like I see what you're saying, what you're trying to say, but like it was normalized. It got Rated, like, so you wanted to be a star, so you did that? Like, so you're kind of implying that if you're saying you think Tom and Ariana maybe manipulated the storyline, you also are implying that affairs were, you know, they got a lot of traction. You became somebody big. And I do think in a lot of ways, which Bethany, again, did not have this context. She does have the context of reality TV, though. And she knows how her it's show reckoning, started. Lucy. It's a reckoning. It's a reckoning. But, like... <laughs> Season one of New York is a totally different beast than now because of social media. So 100% Rachel's getting so much more heat because we didn't have a way to attack Jax for years. But also it was Jax was terrible. Stassi was the devil. There was a lot of overlap and a mess. And so that show, they are kind of characters in a way, but like you did get lost in it, I think is what she meant to say more than like, it's normalized. So I I was, I, and Bethany didn't help her there. I don't, I feel like there were things that Rachel was trying to say that I wanted to be like, you're losing your point. And now it seems another deflection, another. Yes. Yes. And And now we're like, reading into her choice of words and being like, no. So you and Ariana weren't friends. Okay, then she was a co-worker of several years and you still, you talked on camera pretty, like, I, I do think we were rooting for her at the beginning of the season. You thought, oh, she got away from James. I don't think she's wrong about James. I, you know, you got away from that. She was really speaking out, trying to defend herself, even when Lala snapped at her. And I was like, okay, 
She's trying. She had a um, really great edit until yeah. it all and came we out. Knew. Not even, we wouldn't have known. And that's the thing too. She's glad she got caught because she would have kept going. And I just, I wish Bethany is not a good interviewer, no matter how much she wants to pretend she was, but I just want to be like, why would you have kept going? Because of him? Like, do you like, and she did say, I think that she was in love or something, but like, she's not, I don't know. She never circles back to like being mad at Tom. Like everybody knows. Like, this whole, like, her yeah. anger is so, it feels misdirected in this. She's hurt by him, I think, like in a emotional way, but like the anger is displayed, like, that was a job. They should have protected her, yada, yada. But she's also saying they weren't her friends. Maybe Sheena was, but Sheena punched her. Like, I just kind of think someone also could have prepped her for this better. Oh, and that's, absolutely. She didn't come on this for PR, so I'm not sure her end goal. And she just wanted to tell her story. But Bethany was not a person that had the context to help her tell it. To tell she it properly. Did, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a good segue into part two. Because she doubles down on Sheena's assault. She says she was socked. Why am I still getting so much vitriol? Did I say that? Vitriol? Vitriol? When I was the one assaulted, uh, when Rachel and Sandoval filmed in their apartment, she asked them why he recorded her without her consent. He said he wanted her to see how beautiful she looked. The cameras went down. He got angry and asked and told producers he'd no longer film if that if that part of the recording with her wasn't cut out, Sandoval told Rachel he was rewarded for the affair with the credit for season producer credit for season 11. Rachel believes Kristen got a spinoff to silence her about abuse claims against James. And then Bethany had her therapist watch the reunion and he said it was abusive. Like you couldn't watch a few more hours or even just go on TikTok and watch a couple clips a VPR, but you called your therapist and was like, hey, I'm going to, what, she paid him for an hour of work? Like, I, don't I mean, it feels, that felt like a tactic that you would see in daytime television, like the Sally Jesse Raphael show, like back in like the 90s when social media wasn't like a thing. Also, like the conflict of interest, like, hello, Bethany, we can go through millions of clips where you oh, totally also did. verbally abuse other people. But going back to what you were saying, Lucy, about the Tom, like, Absolutely. What he did without her consent, disgusting, gross. But I feel like in these parts of these episodes, she's not, she doesn't see, yes, she's upset about that. But it doesn't feel like the hate and anger is more towards Tom, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I feel like, and maybe she's still processing that part because that part is really disturbing to me. And I think if I'm going to come for Bravo for anything, like they did not protect you in that situation. They did. If they rewarded him, you know, they let him edit that out. She should have been the one to be able to say to the cameras, if I want to talk about it on camera, I'm talking about it on camera. He can not show up again. I think they definitely, you know, nobody was really, I don't think they thought they'd get her back on the show, it seemed. And they weren't worried about burning that bridge because the history with Tom and like people would have to repair things with him because he has a business and it's so longstanding. And I don't know, like maybe production just was like, okay, we can't lose him. But like, I I think that's the biggest that Red was flag of the whole thing. Oh, like, absolutely. And Bravo has since spoken out and said Tom Sandoval was never offered a producer credit on season 11 and had absolutely no creative control over the editing during any season of Vanderpump Rules. So they quickly put the kibosh on that. But um, go when ahead. the article came out, like, and they filming, like, there was a thing where Tom was, like, refusing to film back when they were, like, picked up cameras again. I think Talk of Shame was posting that old article because we probably all still have those screenshots. No, no, yeah, like, from Entertainment Tonight has been, like, the source of everything for this. So I I do believe that she, I, I, I think she's telling the truth in a lot of this in the sense that Maybe Tom did tell her, I have producer credit, yeah, yeah, because he's so full of himself and full of shit. So I do, like, I don't think she's making shit up at this point. Like, maybe the Sheena punched me thing, because we know Sheena showed us her fists. (laughs) So I don't know about that one. But, like, I do think, why would she make that up? Like, that because it can be disproved. I, I, I just am like, 
I don't know. Yeah, I, I do think, think he could have asked and said, don't put it in. I think, too, to what you said earlier with the coaching is, like, she didn't go into this with thinking, what am I trying to get out of it? What do yeah. I want people's takeaway to be? Like, instead of us, like, digest, like, literally looking at every little detail and either refuting it or whatever, like, I feel by us doing so, because some of her claims seem somewhat outlandish or just what it took away the power, her voice or whatever it, to me, this feels like a flop. Uh, Again, I think we all agree that Tom Sandoval should have been held more accountable for what he did. Like, yes, absolutely. But where I also go, and I know it's complicated and it's not that easy. It's like, you're going hard on Sheena. You didn't show up to that court date. You dropped the charges, but you never put charges, press charges against Tom Sandoval for that. Like, you could have pushed for that. However, they probably were still together for a certain amount of time after the fact. So it's very, I know it's very layered. I just think in how she went about this, I feel like she needs to fire all the people that she has because me with zero experience, I'd be like, bitch, I can tell you how you could have rewritten this and done a hell of a lot better. than. And so could Bethany. And so could Bethany. And that's where it's like, I... Um, we talked about this too, that she wasn't paid for this, but like, and we've talked about how guests are paid on certain shows and she yes. could have been paid for this. I still think Bethany's going to turn around and be like, we discussed it. We were waiting to see the, I don't know. She'll spin it. Yeah, so just to uh, give yeah. you all a little backstory in podcasting, little show like Abby and I, we don't pay guests. Again, I don't know that there's like a set standard here. I'm just saying it would not surprise me if big names like Alex Cooper and Call Her Daddy, who gets, were always like, how the hell did you get John Mayer, who never does interviews? You got Ariana, like gets all these big names. It would not shock me because of the production value, the number of ad dollars, that show, the amount of revenue that it's bringing. It wouldn't shock me if she paid for her guests. So I don't think it's out of the norm or extreme that Bethany couldn't have paid Rachel. She didn't pay her. Um, Kyle Cook, the unsung Bravo hero, came after Bethany and commented, his exact words were, the irony of it all, Bethany cashing in ads as she exposes Bravo's exploits and gives Rachel a voice. She literally has more ad spots than any other podcast I've ever listened to. Rachel won't see a dime, LOL. I bet she had to pay her way to fly to B just to record this. If this was a true PSA, it would be free. Hello. And also there are three parts, more money. So I, and and someone else has commented and I, I can share my thoughts on this too, that Rachel reached out to Bethany to do yeah. this. I do think her people were like, okay, let's ride on her coattails of the reality reckoning. Uh-huh. But it also... I I don't know. I'm just... I don't know who else... I think it could have been negotiated or talked about, even if she approached her. I don't know what other podcast she would have done. I think, spoiler, part three, she mentions that she would love to start a self-help podcast, and that's like the end goal. I'm just like, why didn't you stay silent a little bit longer and use yourself to launch that? Like... And maybe pull people in and talk about your experience that I think that could have, you know, she's talking about she can't monetize off this and everybody else monetizes off this. And it's just like, who is advising you? And I'm not saying this is a normal situation. I don't think anyone was prepared for the blow up of this, but also like we're, we have this to talk about this week, Ariana this week, Sheena this week, they've all been working this thinking the show was going to end probably before this season. They've all got side projects. They've been praying will come through. And nobody, again, pre even screwing her life over for a guy who did not care about her, which women have done before. Bethany is correct. She's not the first woman to screw it all up for a guy. But like nobody, she wasn't putting, nobody was coaching her in how to set herself up because this was always going to end in some capacity. This paycheck. So yes. w- then you did this podcast and you're not getting paid for that. 
and you're not coming back to the show, which I think is the right choice, but you're not, she keeps talking about she's broke. She's in debt. Everybody else is making money. And I'm just like, I, I understand that you have siloed yourself from, you either have to go on a villain spinoff TV show, you have to do a podcast, but like, Someone could have curated this to, yes, maybe you're the villain a little bit longer. Maybe people only listen at first because of whatever. But, like, Sheena talked about how much she made those first few months, like, on just podcasting. Nick Viles, all over the place, podcast. I mean, I've never known Nick Viles outside of this damn podcast. And every time people put on the headphones as if they're releasing, like, oh. a bomb is about to drop. And it's normal. I mean, it's never Yay. that salacious. But absolutely. She even, I forgot this, I think was mentioned in part one. Bethany was like, I think my interns made more than you. And then it turns out that Rachel cashed in $361,000. So she did get paid. Um, And I would imagine she would have gotten a pay bump had she returned. She did mention in going into part three that she, it's like, I don't want to go back to reality TV, but I also asked Bravo that I want to be paid the same as Tom and Ariana. And they said no, because Tom and Ariana have been on the show since Ariana not, but Tom at least since season one. They they have that kind of rolling. It's like any job. The longer mm-hmm. tenure you have, the more money you're going to make. That's just like job 101. So I just find it interesting to me that she's like, I don't ever want to do reality TV again, but I did ask to be paid and they didn't pay me right. And it's just not fair. And send it to Daryl. How come Lala's making all this money and I'm not? Like, that's how it comes across to me. Make some cups. Like, ambiguously make Etsy cups. Like, she could have capitalized. Her family could have been. I mean, that's a terrible angle to think of it. And I do think, like, uh, eventually she just wants to move on in some capacity. And I do wonder, like, did you say, you know, okay, if... I will ask for the, you know, Bethany has probably said, I'm going to ask for the moon and the stars to come back season 14. If they answer it, I still might not do it. So I bet she kind of was like, look, do I want to do this? I don't know. Here's my random, huge pie in the sky ask. I mean, she also is making a lot more money than a lot of them did by their third season because they, as she said, it was normalized. They all slept together and made this show what it was. So you're kind of riding on the backs of their fame. Now they are riding on the backs of yours. So I do, it, I just, I I just keep coming back to what was her end goal with this? To share her side? Great. I don't think she did what she wanted to necessarily. And I wish someone like had like rehab your image and like have a quote unquote comeback. Yeah, I don't think this did yourself any favors. I think it just makes you look more untrusting. To me, it just felt like I would have wanted to see some emotion of like, I blew up my life. I made a mistake. And I'm ready to move on from it. Like if she'd gone through that angle. And I think part three, she did a little. Like at the very end, Bethany kind of gets into that. But it is like... Again, I don't think that was Bethany's goal. And I don't think she went. I think where Rachel and her mom was a big fan of Bethany. So that's why she did this podcast. Like, I think, again, and she trusts people. She said that is a flaw. That is something she's working through. This trust issue. And she's trusting the wrong people. And I think, once again, you know, she doesn't have a team set up. She doesn't. She's. I just think she went to Bethany and thought, oh, this is this woman's coming for reality TV. She's trying to fix things. And Bethany's not doing this for everyone else on reality TV. Sorry. Maybe that's controversial. Bethany's doing this for her ego. Oh, my God. The Bethany of it all. Let's just talk about that. I'm with you. I, I do think, and Lucy and I have had several chats, um, but I think Bethany, yes, I will acknowledge this is a crisis the B whatever it's called foundation does she does get shit done and she's not afraid to have her voice however she's gotten a little like trump-like in terms of 
blasting so much out there that she thinks her shit does not stink. Like she's unstoppable. So she sees this opportunity, the SAG strike, hearing about Nini's story, like, wow, why don't we get residuals in, in reality TV? Like why? I am for that. I, I totally understand that perspective of residuals. I always think about how many people rewatch Vanderpump Rules. Oh, my God. Before this scandal. And, and yes, they're profiting in their own rights. But from at least a rewatch perspective, none of them are cashing in. So I, I understand that part. I just hate so much. And I think a lot of us feel this way that Bethany's the one behind this because it feels like her and Andy got in a fight and she's going, she got her voodoo doll and she's going left and right to go after him. Yeah. I just don't think, I I think her motives and again, two things can be true. (coughs) Excuse me. That she does a lot of good work. She does. She's also obnoxious as hell. And like you said, she's just like, now just especially since she figured out tiktok shouting to shout like she you know there someone posted and i'm not gonna remember who posted like bethany was more upset with like the manolo blonic dupes that she got than like something else and it's like she is she's so enraged by certain things and then she was there was a clip today that somebody showed that like how she was talking about VPR prior to ever meeting Rachel or whatever. And she said something like, I don't know, that's reality TV. That's what you signed up for. I guess the reunion's supposed to be really bad. And it's like, your tune's changing. Everything changes. And we've seen what she says on reality TV. And we've seen like how she capitalizes. And she just talks so much about how she has been so smart to use yeah. this platform. Like how she invented podcasting, essentially. Oh, God, like, I <laughs> Like, it's just so, it's so, I mean, no, it's so bad. And like, I think with Rachel, I think she was writing on, I think in her mind, mentally on paper, she's like, this girl's going to help me get this shit done. Her story, but Rachel's a worse spokesperson. She like, yeah, in terms of her response and how she, and like was literally, didn't really give her anything. Directed that Bethany, Bethany is smart enough. Bethany is quick enough. Bethany could have helped her and been like, let, you know, if we hit this many views, I'll give you this much money. And I'm not even to care about them not paying her part. It's just like, Bethany could have been, we need to cut it this, you need to do this. And then immediately after this, like, just give her some free advice. This girl's telling you over and over again, she's not going back. She's broke. She got screwed over and you are on the verge of tears. And if I was your mother, I would have killed someone. No, like maybe for your daughter, but you've ripped women apart for way less. And she's like, you know, she's not the first person to sleep with someone's husband. If Luann had slept with Sonia's man or what? Oh my God. I mean, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it's just, that's where I feel that again, I, I felt bad for Rachel, but I, in some ways, not the way she wanted to. I almost felt bad that she got looped into this podcast and got taken advantage of again. Yes, you got exploited, like yes. which is the irony of the whole thing. Tom did it. Here we are again. If yes. Bravo did in some capacity, but like yes, Bethany's but at, not on her side. But after a certain point, too, with Rachel, it's like you got to take a little accountability for what you've done. And even with correction of Bethany, she didn't even correct her in part three. Rachel says Andy violated HIPAA oh, when God. he said he thought she was heavily medicated at the reunion. Honey, HIPAA's only in a medical professional medical field. It has nothing to do with reality TV. Did Andy say something unprofessional? Yes. I mean, it's the context of reality TV, but yes, he probably shouldn't have said that. And I think he probably regrets saying that. But it's not a violation. It, again, like, I don't, you you did this. Like, it's not a violation. She but also. Bethany jumped on that. She oh, my like, God. She was like, that is so unprofessional for a boss. And I was like, she's been on The Apprentice where that was her boss. She's been a terrible boss. Like, she had a show where she tried to be the boss and it didn't work. I'm like, in this setting, that is not. Andy is, A, not their boss also. No, and he's, he's also not an EP on VPR, no, which is an, another detail she doesn't know about. Or like, she didn't care to <laughs> research. She, she didn't care to research. I mean, truthfully, if she's going to have heat, 
directed towards LVP, who is an EP on the show, yeah. more so than Andy, in my in my opinion. But yeah. she came for Andy there. She also, Bethany also decides to mention Andy when we get into Graham slash Hippie. Um, so essentially in part three, Graham, the rescue, reached out to LVP because they scanned his microchip, but it was all supposed to be confidential. Rachel had no idea the dog was adopted by LVP James until she saw photos online. Apparently, I've read this online. Someone who has worked on a shelter says when they microchip and if they see it's another dog parent, they typically will go to the other parent to give the dog. Like, that's a normal protocol process. That makes sense. When she said it was supposed to be confidential, I'm like, it was never, there's a chip. So exactly. Like, that's what LVP has said before. She has that's what happened with Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy. Like we know that you can't take these dogs anywhere else and try and trick LVP. She will come find her dogs. Yes. And it's just like again, and you know, she mentioned that Graham, formerly known as Graham, now hippie, that James would bite or sorry, hippie Graham would bite James and James like the sensation or whatever. But again, when she said that, okay, fine, but you lose me because it's been what? Probably at least a year or more since you and James were no longer together, since hippie Graham have not been in James' presence on a regular basis, and your family got bit by Graham, hippie. And so it's kind of like that that doesn't, the math ain't math in there. Like you, what did you do to like, again- you took the dog to another place. You did what you had to do, but I don't get your point of the James about all there. Except it is. I mean, whatever that means. And I don't think we'll ever get to the bottom of that because like James is always going to deny like what he likes the sensation of getting bit by the dog. Like it sounds like this dog because she alludes or she says again, when it, it bit my mom, it bit her to the bone. Like it doesn't sound like this is a little tingly bite. No, I mean, I wonder if it's like you remember, you know when puppies like they play bite right like but it's still weird to say they like the sensation anyways we could go on and on about that part and that little detail of the sensation but that was strange um she also says she talks about she was promised a mental health advocate at the reunion but thinks it was taken away from her for talking to paparazzi at the nail salon Rachel asked Bravo to dispel rumors she was at the spa Bravo refused to and kept the salacious narrative. Rachel says no one from Bravo checked on her while she was in treatment. Um, I believe she also requested that they pay for her treatment. Listen, like I do think with an employer and like mental health guidelines, there are certain things, but also it's like, honey, you had an affair with this man and it happened to be on reality TV and your life blew up. I don't know where, aside from you getting your check at the end of the season and getting paid for the reunion, I get the mental health support at the reunion. But outside of that, I don't know why Bravo would, feel obligated to pay for your mental health treatment other than a PR spin on their part. Right. And I do think that is where the other half of Bethany's reality reckoning comes in that like they want, you know, to kind of unionize reality stars. And so there is more protection there and maybe there would be something in place in situations like this post filming or something that it is required of the, but I do think there is a liability issue there that Bravo's like, yeah, we can't, do that so they're not going to do that I <coughs> I don't know I don't know what she thought I, I guess it you do, never hurts to ask for those things and for and she's going somewhere very expensive so that's probably why she's broke you know I just yeah I I'm not shocked that Bravo didn't yeah I, I that. I'm not shocked you think by that, that is something you if they're unionized that could fall under that and that could be something down the road. So again, when that was brought up in Bethany's segment, I kind of thought, okay, that's some how Bethany's going to pull this all together. This is what we need to work for. And she didn't, she just agreed about HIPAA. Oh, and that's what it was about uh, the Waka. Oh my God. So then she brought up Waka. I think when they were talking about Graham hippie, that, she brings up Andy and how Andy had to like walk had to be homed because of his behavior. But again, completely different situations here and completely different. I just it felt like again, well, Andy, like she's mad. She's so mad at Andy. 
She's so angry at Andy, and I have no doubt that the feelings are mutual there, if I had to guess. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, what other – oh, I just – the whole monetization aspect, um, I'm trying to make sure that we've covered all the major details. Oh, one thing we didn't talk about, and I just wanted to get your thoughts. So Kristen Dowdy came out and basically acknowledged, without saying it verbatim in this format and this way, but she claims that James was abusive, but she was not paid to be quiet or not given a spin off. Like it wasn't a negotiation for her to get the spin off to then not talk about James. Yeah, that was what Raquel or Rachel implied. And Kristen has come forward. She's posted again, I think right before we got on that, like, okay, let me clarify one more time. And she said, like, in the one clip I saw, yes, she maybe talked about me in other ways. And one clip I saw about a certain person, that all is true. So she is like, she is not saying his name, probably because he'll take legal action or so. You know, she's not trying to get into it. But I, I did think that was interesting. And then Raquel's reposting her. Like, yeah, courage. Like, courage is like sunshine. It's like, oh my God. I, you know, I do think. You know, we've given James a lot of accolades this season because he is so entertaining. I, I, we've seen, we've seen red flags. Oh, and so I don't want to make light of that. Both these women are like, you know, but I do, again, honestly, it felt like, again, she's bringing up James more so than Tom's behavior stuff. Like, yes. And that's like still a past relationship that I don't think she's gotten. Not that you have to get past that. Like if there was things of abuse, you that's, that's your own journey. I'm not implying that. But again, it felt like she was still more upset there than the Tom, how he's betrayed her. And this yes. continues too. I, and I just, the, what did, she said she was in love with him. And maybe she's already like, that was obviously delusion. Like she realizes I mean, that was a facade. So she's not as attached to what he did, like she and James were going to get married. So that's why it still weighs on her. But again, I just, I'm so mad at Sandoval. I can't believe, I honestly think he shouldn't be on the show. Like, I think there's a lot of issues there that like Bravo is going to get themselves in trouble. Like, yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. I mean, I think some of this too is we've always known as watching reality TV that none of these people are perfect people. I've always say that sometimes, like when I see the comment wars and stuff, I'm like, hello, guys, we know what we signed up for when we're watching these shows. We're not watching like goody goody two shoes and people who like know what to say and like all of that. Like, no, we know what we like kind of signed up for with that. So I, yeah, I don't get the James. I think James is just an easier target than Tom, maybe for her in terms of there's a lot more proof um of things and she has other people to back her up but i don't i don't know she did one thing that has made me giggle a little bit i saw someone point this out online so i can't take full credit for it but she's updated her bio it says becoming a better person one day at a time great fine but her profile picture is still it's from sheena's wedding where she was fucking tom (laughs) like you would think with this like rebrand that she would be like rich rachel levis not raquel anymore and like have like this photo of her. It still says Raquel. Yeah, it still says Raquel. Interesting. So I don't know. I I think I think ultimately, Lucy, you and I can both agree, and I think we agree on all the points. But I think we, you listening, could probably agree with us that this podcast did not accomplish what it was intended to do. I feel for her. I feel for her in a lot of ways, and I do think. You're right. She's not the first person to cheat. We don't, you know, but it is on reality TV. And I think anyone could have told her she could have watched any season. And she did. Didn't she go chase James down? Yes. She chased us like she wanted to be on. And she I targeted James. Don't th- think, you know, what you've signed up for until you're on it. And I do think VPR might be a whole different beast than Southern Charm or what. I don't know. They're just, it, it's chaos over there. That's why we like to watch it. But I do not think she was someone meant for reality TV. I do think it ate her up and spit her out. She is at fault for a lot of that. But I I just feel like my pity like goes towards, again, she didn't help herself. Like she didn't 
someone step in. Yeah, like, no, for sure. Therapist, like she's working on that. Like someone, what is her end goal? What is, how is she going to provide, buy groceries? What is her brand? <laughs> yeah, because she, she's established. She kind of has to still lean that way. She's not going to go work, you know, at a company. She's not going into HR. Like, so <laughs> what is it you want to accomplish and I don't think anyone is setting like therapy. Great. She is doing that. Bethany went and saw her at the therapy center. She's distancing herself from reality TV, but you are going to have to capitalize on that in some capacity, your social media affiliate links. I don't know, but how is she paying for her life going forward? Where is she placing herself to meet someone who is a good person who will love her? Because I don't think she has good taste in men. And I hope she finds someone who, but I also don't think she can say someone said this and it is, uh, I think it was talk of shame again, how she said, um, you know, anyone could have watched and seen that I was having an offbeat season. It wasn't like me. I was acting out of character and last season was so I was sweet girl, sweet girl. Oh, suddenly I'm doing these things. I'm acting this way. And I was obviously, you know, acting out of character and talk of shame was like, there are a lot of really sweet girls I know who have done some really diabolical shit. Like, so maybe that was your character and then wasn't like, I'm not saying she can't change, but I do think she's leaning into, I'm a not, I, I, I'm this sweet, sweet girl. Yeah. Like, it's like, like, honey, we're past you that. Can get, you can fix this. You can. And I hope she does. And I hope she lives a good life. Like I don't need any wish any ill on anyone except Sandoval. And for me, <laughs> Bethany, Truth about Bethany gives me way more than Rachel does. Yeah, he's a predator and a narcissist and a creep, and he will find another 20-something to fawn over him. And that is what he needs. It's funny, you know, in her claims and being upset about, like, not making money, say what you want about Sandoval. He, that man, went on tour, delusional as that was. He still was profiting some way or another for himself. I'm because not saying- he had to. He leaned into the villain. He leaned into the villain and he did it. To. So I'm like, Rachel, you could have easily took a quote from yourself, merch, like done it, like send it to Daryl. A- you didn't want to. Okay. But then you can't look around and point at everyone else. Yes. Like, these kids have always been so like ready to be brand savvy. Even yes. she's got her books, you know, the cocktail book with Tom and Ariana, like is Sheena with her music. Here she is with more music. They all are like, we, we have to capitalize now. Bethany yes. Her, this is the highest, the most important you'll ever be. If you're walking away from even the bad fame, that's, you're not going to get bigger than you're right not going to be famous any other way. Like fame is not for you. And I get the sense that Rachel doesn't want to go live in Tucson, Arizona, marry someone and be going to be irrelevant. And like, we never see her again. She just wants to erase this. She wants to erase this. But I also feel that the Rachel that we saw when she did kind of like when she wore the Tom Tom shirt and when she was just like, I didn't get didn't give an F energy. I kind of do feel like that's who she really is at her core. I mean, I think to me, that seemed the most real that I've seen of her. I yes. Was it like wow. there yet? Like I remember yeah. you and you and Maggie went, you saw her first. Like we oh had my God. She had a Bravo con. You and Maggie came back out. You're like, you won't believe what she's wearing. And like, she didn't have consequences yet. She hadn't, you know, her and James, there was a consequence of that relationship, but she was already feeling better for it. Tom was feeding. I still blame Tom. I do yeah, think he was feeding her ego and like building your her fault. You screwed up. Got it. Like you yes. can fix that. Like he took advantage of someone who does need that kind of validate. And she finally was validated. So here she is hyping him up too. But like, yeah, I, yeah, and Bethany doesn't have that context. So Bethany couldn't sit there and say, well, okay, so how'd you get caught up in it so deeply that you're not friends with Ariana, but you're rubbing it in all their faces yes. and he's dressing up as you as Halloween. Like, that's the interview we wanted. And I maybe would have gotten more out of her being able to share some kind of why outside of I loved being loved bombed. Like, okay, I could have, I could have gotten there with like, childhood stuff and there's yeah, like uh, just whatever we add more. most most people usually do that out of so like what were you thinking 
during no, all this. No, Not I, post. They screwed you over. They were mean. I get it. But what, I, during it. No, a hundred percent. So let's wrap up the Rachel of it all with what free advice would you like mm. to give her to turn this around? I just think, so I, I need her to sit with herself, first of all, and maybe the therapist or the, maybe the team she's working with, not the PR side of her team, maybe like an actual like therapist or someone say, where do you want to be in 10 years? Is it like, what do you want to just have money in the bank? Do you want to be a mom with kid and a husband just living? No one knows who you are anymore. And then how do you get there? The same way you do in college when, you know, she had a degree. She wanted to be a physical therapist or something, right? Like, yeah, yeah. She wanted to work with kids. Like, what happened there? Is that not you anymore? And like, yeah, it's a fame. They all want to be And that totally happens to a lot of people. Like, we've seen that. So, is that still the end goal? And if so, you have to lean into certain things. Like your brand is always going to change every season. Everyone is the villain or they're the favorite or they've been canceled or whatever. It's a roller coaster. So you have to either buckle up and take the ride and, or like adjust and pivot. And that's great. But like, how are you going to do that? And I think someone needs to sit with her that's not her mom who's a Bethany fan and so this will be a great podcast and not whoever else like who's pretending to be her PR like a real like life coach who doesn't watch the show even maybe or does and can say what happened what 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 did you do you got away from James great you got away from Sandoval so good you're in a better place without those men yes but I don't think podcasting no, it's not <laughs> podcasting. She has a bit of vocal fry. A lot of people can't get past that. And also I think in her delivery is a little bit at a slower pace. I'm not saying that to be shady. I'm just being honest here. Yeah. Um, I don't think podcasting is a format. Yes. Podcasting can be lucrative. I still have a daytime job guys. I'm not saying I've like quit my job, but for those who like Ashina, it can definitely be lucrative. I don't see her going into podcasting. Truthfully, I think she should lay low for the rest of the year. And then I think she needs to make fun of herself a little bit, like on TikTok, and like find a little humor to warm back up to people again. And then go like, on oh, or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I I'm telling you, she's gonna be back on TV in some capacity. And so. she's gonna say she's like I'm in control. I'm in power. Every like, I don't think this is going to be the end for her in some ways. Or she needs to go hang out with Spencer Pratt. Get some mockingbirds. Um, just stand still. Like, I I think there needs to be a little humor. Someone there. either needs to give her not a wake up call. And I don't. Again, I do think she was beaten down a lot in the last few months for yeah screwing up. And it you know she didn't kill anyone. Got it. But, like, either you need to say, you got to wake up and smell the roses. Like, Spencer Pratt is always saying, this is how reality TV works. How Bethany usually says, this is how it works. And, yes, protect yourself differently. And, yes, she needs to keep doing therapy and keep working on herself and not trusting untrustworthy men. But, like, if she's coming back to reality TV, I need someone to tell her, like, this is how it's going to be for the first few seasons, whatever season you do, go on the challenge. I don't care. Go on Survivor. I mean, I feel like I traders or something like competition-based where it's I'd a be fascinated. drama. It would be very interesting. No, I, again, I, I think. For her maybe. I would maybe root for her in that setting. Like, yes. why not? Why not? I mean, literally, why not? I do think, you know, I think it's like a tale as old as time. There's no such thing as bad news in Hollywood. You got to strike while it's hot, mm-hmm. while people know your name and you're relevant. So she did want to go down that path. Obviously, she would need to think about that more so now. But I, it sounds to me that she's going to be irrelevant and then be angry. I think for me, where she lost me, and this will be the kind of my last point with Rachel, but Throughout all of this, a lot of you guys have been like, why haven't we gone harder on Sandoval? Why haven't we gone harder on Sandoval? We have been going hard on Sandoval. We did during his Howie interview. I think what makes oh. it different and unique to Rachel is, two, the, the betrayal. I mean, yes, this was on Sandoval, too. But the conversation she had with Ariana while on camera, the interview she did at the nail salon, 
the um, lack of emotion or reaction at the reunion. And now this interview, like we're all reacting based on her actions and her behaviors. We've done the same with Sandoval. Sandoval just has went on tour and we made fun of him for that as well. Um, actually, before I forget with Sandoval, he's about to appear on that special ops show. Oh, and right. apparently he brought a picture of them and like spoke like very lovingly of her. So I'm really curious what he what that means. That's oh. the thing, though. He he has maybe been in the game long longer. He has a little more of the street smarts or reality TV street smarts that he knew. He's either like the apology. He tried to be apologetic on the reunion and people laughed in his face. He then had to turn around and go, I have to lean in. I have to make it seem like, yes, it was worth it in some ways. And he's been, and then he's singing her name and songs and changing the words. I, you know, he had to deflect back to himself. I think also to save the bar Schwartz was like, take it off me. Like, you know, I think, he he knows again they all know this will end eventually i don't think i think what sucks in some ways rachel is saying and she didn't want to come back because they wouldn't give her the right money but like a lot of them just did another season they just did another season after they screwed up and she's like well i can't because then i'm the villain and she doesn't want that mantle totally understand but like he anybody else is like okay i'll take that for a while and i'll get my check and i'll figure it out I mean, truthfully, I don't think it could get any worse than what she experienced last season. No. Like, I feel like you've gone through the worst of it. Again, guys, I'm not trying to like, no, minimize my feelings or behaviors, but just in terms of if she were considering it, I don't think it'd get any worse than that. But who knows? Who knows what that girl will do? But I can tell you what Sheena Shea is doing is she's released a new song called Apples, um, where she dropped it today, the day of part three, when the Bethany and Rachel re- um interview concludes but the apple song is kind of a bop it's, oh, it's, it's about a friendship betrayal it, shout out to goodwill hunting how about them apples a p p l e s like it's a it's a bop it's, it's a bop i wouldn't be surprised if she's gunning to perform at BravoCon. Oh, a hundred percent but they're all gunning you know james kennedy is probably djing at BravoCon. con he's huge now uh, Erica is touring there. So I feel like good for Sheena for putting out a good song. Cause a lot of times, you know, Melissa I mean, Gordon, good as gold only became iconic because of how bad it was. Right, that, it's a great, how dare you? <laughs> what do you mean? She's capitalizing on what she knows she can capitalize on. And it's, I can't, I, I don't know how you make money in music anymore, like streaming or whatever. So I wish her the best. I think that's also why it's like on YouTube because I think she gets monetized on the number of views and stuff. So I, will, I that's how I had to listen to it was on YouTube. I don't think it's on the streaming it's platforms yet. Streaming. Got it. Got it. So got it. I don't know. I think that's probably how she's monetizing off of it. Um, and then Ariana has announced today that she is releasing a cook, drink cocktail book um, called Single AF. And in the book, let me get some highlights of her notes. She said, I'm telling, fully telling my side of story. Bartending will always be my thing. And my new book, Single AF, is my breakup album, the story of our relationship and the betrayal that ended it all, told through drinks. I think this is actually a Very smart play for her. I think in terms of branding decisions, I think Ariana, whether you're tired of her or not, she's done things that align up to her brand. Something about her. We've always known her as a cocktail expert. So many people Photoshop Tom out of their drink cocktail books. She's yes. like, now I can come out with my own and you guys can fully support me. She came out with her own merch. Like, I think she's been very savvy in her approaches since the scandal. And yes, she has acknowledged she's taking every brand endorsement deal she gets because she doesn't want her family to work again. Yeah. And this, again, will all end. This isn't because like a lot of things like Suits right now is like the number one show on Netflix. They're getting some kind of royalties from that, I would assume, from Netflix. That's not how reality TV works. So they all know this ends in some capacity. She might want it to end. Ariana came back. She might not want to be back around these people. She's like, screw you all. You're not trustworthy. I'm like, now I'm on the C list. (laughs) I mean, she's trying to rack it all up so then she can go away. You know, I, I she's doing dancing with the stars for crying out loud. Like, 
I think sh- the cocktail book is really clever. When we first, our group text blew up with it and we were like, I thought first it was a memoir. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, I don't need a memoir. I'm not reading a memoir. And then I was like, this is smart. This yes. is, you could still buy this. And it's a clever cocktail name about being single. You don't have to read the story if you don't want to. So, and people will support her just to support, to support her. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it is, I just am curious if she had like, they didn't know about this Bethany podcast coming out. So they must've just had these slotted for this week. And once I feel like they decided to release, like they might've, they moved it up. If I had a guess, they probably moved it up, but you have to have approval. I mean, her book, that's honestly a really fast announcement to turn around. So that's already pretty far along. Like she got that done fast. Yes. The only thing that, made me realize or she's probably been working on it for some time and maybe with it being a cocktail book it's just a little bit different faster I don't know but I did notice like she posted recently or a while ago some like photos she had like this great like well-known photographer and I think the cover of the book is from that same photographer so uh, my assumption is that she decided to drop it because of the press and Again, it's like people are all talking about Vanderpump Rules. Here we are talking about it right now. So I think these two are being savvy in how they approach it. Always. They always, Sheena Shea is always going to be savvy. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Well, we, I think, have mentioned it all to quote Bethany. Oh, God. Why did you do that? (laughs) I don't know. I think mention it all is so part of our like vernacular in the bravo world that it just like comes out all of her stuff i've been wanting to rewatch old new york and now i'm like i don't think i can i i loved old bethany i think watching it i'd have a whole new perspective though of like with how she is now i think i would look at things a lot differently i I feel like i need to watch the implosion of her and carol because carol's been coming for her i need i feel like i would rewatch that season and just i that was a great season, Cartagena. Writer girl is, you know, uh, coming for Bethany in her own right with misspellings yeah, and all. She's been everywhere, and so it's just like, I, I wish I knew the timing of how quickly this came along. Like when Rachel asked her, versus like, was this just in the last week? Like, I bet it was fairly quickly. I mean, I think it wouldn't surprise me because if we don't know all the Bravo Lebs, alleged Bravo Lebs who are associated with this reality wrecking right. me. But there was a claim, some publication, and I don't know if it's reputable or not. So fact check me people, but said the revenge, revenge porn claim. Like I felt like that was tied to Raquel. Yeah. And so anyone else. So looking, I mean, there's a BravoCon lineup and I think people have been looking at that with a fine tooth comb and especially of the ex Reality stars, the people that aren't there, I feel like aren't associated with this at all. Caroline Manzo not being there at BravoCon to me has to do with she's, Ultimate Girls so Trip cute. and she doesn't want to like, she's over it. Um, Was Brandy on there? No, I checked. I, I, I forgot to check for her. Did that, yeah. It was very odd the people, and Jeff Lewis wasn't on there, but you've said Jeff is. Yes, he is. He said it and he got in trouble for saying it. So oh. Jeff Lewis is on there. Um yeah, Phaedra and Portia are not on there, mm-hmm. which on one hand, I guess kind of makes sense. But I just thought with Ultimate Girls Trip, at least for Portia. Um, so, and then Jenna Lyons isn't there. I didn't see her name. So who knows? That has but- to be a reason. Jenna Lyons, though, could be like the next Bethany in a way of like her contract is different from everyone else. Oh, she's like, I'm Jenna Lyons. Like yeah, she's, she's she like, rides on that wave yeah. of like, I do what I want. Yeah, I could see her not coming back for another season. She's like, I promoted my eyelashes. That's what I wanted to do. Moving on. But yeah, that's that's why I think she's not on there. Yeah, it's a very interesting who Bethany's alluded to being part of this list. And And then seeing all the Bravo Lab lineup, it's like, I don't I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, Lucy, tell everyone how they can follow you if they're not following you already. Just Lucy on the ground on Instagram. Okay, guys, check out Lucy on the ground on Instagram. I always love all of her hot takes. Lucy, thank you so much for being part of this show and this episode. Um, You guys know we have this goal of meeting a thousand reviews by BravoCon. So please do your part and hit a quick five stars. Um, Dre Dre 110, thank you for the review. Allie, thank you for the review. Um, So let's help us meet that goal. We're about 200 away. 
actually $199 away from that goal. So please, please, please help us and have a good day or not. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.